0: HOW TO ATTRACT WEALTH SPIRITUALLY 9 STEPS TO OPENING THE FLOODGATES OF WEALTH RIGHT NOW Hi, this is AAA Tanzanite the author of LOA Manifesting Affirmations and the founder of BWEMP3 Subliminals. Now we will discuss how to attract wealth spiritually, the 9 steps to opening the floodgates of wealth right now. The information that I am about to share has never been released outside of sacred spiritual circles until this very moment of now. You are in the now, the present, the gift of life is the present, and being aware of the present, not the past or the future. So as you are listening right now, I ask that you remove all distractions, such as phone notifications, TV, radio, and anything that will interfere with your focus and attention of this presentation right now. Take the time to do that now. Now, I know you are feeling that this will be another one of those videos that you listen to, and they are going to tell you something you already know well, you will be mistaken. Like I said this information has never been released outside of an esoteric circle of high sacred levels. So if you have patience and some time you are going to receive powerful spiritual keys, so you can attract wealth spiritually. In this presentation, for sake of conceptual agreement, we will use the word spiritually as straight up as it is meant. Spiritually simply means to us, spiritual methods of attracting wealth from a divine spiritual source. We are not going to give heed to any other interpretations. So now that we have that out of the way let's move on. The law of attraction gurus and experts are mostly exoteric initiates who have been guided by so-called masters who are outside of direct knowledge of the true mysteries. This is why they are exoteric and not esoteric. These so-called masters that are guiding the law of attraction experts and gurus are not initiated in the esoteric mysteries as I have been. And even if they are initiated in the esoteric secrets, they won't give you the true keys because they want to hoard them and keep them to themselves. This is why these nine steps I'm about to reveal to you are balanced whilst the approach of the so-called law of attraction gurus and experts are empty, false, and extreme. The sacred secrets of life are mostly so simple they seem too simple to be real. And that is the point of hiding sacred things in plain sight. Without further ado, I now present the true and unwavering knowledge on how to attract wealth spiritually, the nine steps to open up the floodgates of wealth right now. 1. You must go into a closet alone and pray to God in secret, and He will reward you openly. Jesus gave the following response in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 5. This is step 1, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. This is Jesus telling you to go into a physical closet and shut the door behind you and pray to God, the Father in secret, and God, the Father which seeth in secret shall reward you openly. He instructs us to not seek the praise and attention of men or women when you are doing anything and never tell people what you are doing spiritually. Keep your affairs with the Father in heaven secret. If you are a blabbermouth and show off you will not be rewarded by God the Father. This is a promise made by the most spiritual being to ever walk the earth, the Son of God, who knows the esoteric process. Step 2, But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye, therefore, like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of, before ye ask him. This is Jesus telling you not to use vain repetitions like non-spiritual people, but have faith that the Father in heaven knows everything you need before you ask him. Step 3. After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come that will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen this is jesus giving you the spiritual codes and passwords to access the creator of the universes and the source of all the actual words to use to connect with god in the closet step 4 For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. This is Jesus revealing the mysteries of forgiveness, forgiving others in the closet as a confirmation for the Father in heaven to forgive you, it is the actual process of getting forgiven for all your negative deeds. STEP 5. Moreover when ye fast, be not, as the hypocrites, of a sad countenance for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head, and wash thy face. That thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. This is Jesus instructing you how to fast and abstain from food for a period of time that is comfortable for you, maybe a day or a weekend, And how to not let anyone see any sign of you fasting. Jesus also gives instructions not to make faces or complaints that reveal your hunger and by making the sacrifice of fasting, God the Father will reward you openly for your sacrifice. Jesus also gives instructions to anoint your head with oil and to wash your face during the day and night while you are fasting to activate the spiritual process of God's promise. Step 6. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. This is Jesus revealing that the desire of physical things that are temporal, and that spoil and turn to dust is meaningless. He gives further instruction to desire only the treasures in heaven that don't spoil, moths can't destroy, and thieves can't steal. This is Jesus instructing you to adore the forces of creation and nature, especially the sun, the physical manifestation of God, the Father. Step 7. The light of the body is the eye, if therefore then I be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness! This is Jesus revealing that your two eyes must be made into a single eye by activating the third eye situated within the center of your brain, anatomically he is referring to the pineal gland, known as the seat of the soul in esoteric literature. He is also warning that dark thoughts and behavior create dark light in the body which creates evil. If your thoughts are good and balanced then your body will be filled with light, and your third I will have the blessed vision, and you will be rewarded openly. Step 8. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Jesus is telling you to choose sides, simply are you with God the Father or the archon mammon, the devil and his legion? He expresses that a man or woman will begin to show love for one and hate for the other through his or her deeds and actions. Step 9. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Jesus is telling you why do you plant seeds and grow things and raise livestock if the fowls of the air and other animals in nature don't sow, reap and harvest, but somehow the Father feeds them. He is asking do you think you're better than the birds in the sky who live a life in the now in synchrony with nature? Birds don't have farms, gardens, or supermarkets, or restaurants, birds of the sky have full faith that the Father in heaven provides food and drink for them as you should. What Jesus is referring to is full faith in God and the Son the grower of all things, and the mysterious and divine nature of the Son as the feeder of men and women. The bodies of water is thirst quencher of men and women. Jesus is also telling you that man and woman is a replanter, and that the original planter of all edible herbs, plants, vegetation, fruits and animals is God the Father. Now Jesus gives the most powerful key which shows how to spiritually attract wealth. Step nine. Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying Here Jesus reveals the most divine key of all as he lays out the instruction for one to stop thinking about what you will eat and drink, and how you will be clothed. He instructs you to seek all provisions from God the Father, and let him provide the bounty of your meals by wandering into food, drink, and clothing, and not planning to eat or drink anything with strong intention. He instructs you to be a rememberer of the covenant, and to stop thinking altogether. He instructs you to only think about the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. Jesus asks a powerful question. Which one of you can use thought to add height to your stature? He asks this question to say that it is a fact that you can't think and make yourself taller so why even entertain your thoughts at all when you are not in control of the growth of nature. He makes reference to Solomon who he admonishes for all his lesser than glory Like the so called law of attraction gurus of today, like Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, Bob Proctor, and all the other Solomons of today, who think their glory is more radiant than the Almighty. He goes on to say Solomon's glory was nothing compared to the lilies in the field who are completely silent, motionless, and thoughtless in the sun growing naturally. Jesus says Solomon's glory was nothing compared to a lily. Jesus instructs you to live in the now, and that your thoughts and attention should only be in the present. He goes on to say that focusing on tomorrow is useless when there is enough evil in the present moment to guard yourself against. What Jesus was saying was that a soldier who is on a battlefield in combat is not going to drop his shield and weapons to sketch what he is going to do tomorrow when he is fighting for his life. Jesus is warning against living in the future and planning there because God the Father will not reward you if you not in the present moment giving praise, glory and gratitude to the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This is how you attract wealth spiritually. These are the keys. Use them wisely. Please click the link below this video to get more advanced knowledge of yourself and how numbers play a role in your spiritual advancement. You will receive a full report based on your specific life numbers that can shed life on more details about your spiritual advancement. Thank you.